Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Go Ahead and Make My Tuesday. I am so glad to be here. I'm Lee. I am so glad you're here. I can't wait to dig in. If you missed previous episodes, no worries. You can jump right in today, but definitely take a peek back um, and kind of catch up where we're at. So today we're going to talk about our inner critic and how to tame it. Do you agree that we are our own worst enemy? We talk to ourselves much worse than we would allow someone else to speak to us. But why? I know we can't just walk away from ourselves like we would someone else who is being hateful or demeaning or condescending to us. But we certainly can grasp some control of that. But why do we allow ourselves to talk so negatively to ourselves? This tendency to engage in negative self-talk comes from various psychological and cognitive factors. So we'll look at a few of those reasons why we're more inclined to allow that negative self-talk. Humans are susceptible to cognitive biases, such as the negativity bias, which leads us to pay more attention to and remember negative events or feedback more than positive ones. I think we can all think about a time where a negative situation or response stood out to us way longer than a positive one did the very next day or the very next hour for that matter. You know, a lot of times we're compelled to share the negative experience we have at that restaurant rather than a positive one. As a result, our negative thoughts and self-criticism can easily take precedence over positive ones. Having low self-esteem or feelings of inadequacy can definitely lead to negative self-talk as we doubt our abilities and believe we are unworthy or incapable. This is why I always start a client out with building self-esteem and understanding their worth. We can't get rid of that negative self-talk without believing in ourselves that we deserve better. Perfectionism, surely I'm not the only one that's guilty, right? I tend to get in that funk of if I can't do it just perfectly to my standards, then I'm going to just not do it. Or I spend entirely too much time on the task, and it's frustrating. Mm -hmm. Setting these unrealistic high standards for ourselves can result in constant feelings of not being good enough, leading us to negative self-talk when those standards aren't met. Oftentimes, we also compare ourselves with others. I know I can't be the only one that does that either. Constantly comparing ourselves to others, especially in the age of social media, can lead to feelings of inferiority and self-doubt, contributing to negative self-talk. I was certainly guilty of this, and I still have to be super aware of it. When those little thoughts pop in my head, I have to make myself see that and understand the differences between me and that person, especially when I get caught up wanting to keep up with the Joneses. Past experiences and traumas can play a negative factor in, into that negative self-talk. We might have learned responses from past experiences or traumas where we've internalized those critical voices that we've heard from others. Maybe you had a spouse that was constantly putting you down or telling you you weren't good enough or you didn't meet whatever their standard was. So it's certainly going to be a challenge to overcome that. But I believe in you. You can do it. But you have to choose to do it first. 
And you have to come to a place where you understand that you're worth more than their perception of you. Stress and anxiety certainly can lead to negative thoughts. During higher stress and anxiety levels, that negative thought process becomes more prevalent as the mind tends to focus on potential threats and weaknesses. It's really our default thought process. We have to be more aware of those thoughts and how long we allow those to linger. Having a fear of failure or rejection will definitely result in negative self-talk. As we start to anticipate or prepare for the potential negative outcomes, that negative self-talk comes into play. But I loved this quote by Robin Sharman. She simply put it like this, The only failure is not trying. Even when we fail or are rejected, we're still learning something. We just have to be willing to see it. But certainly, if we never try, we can't ever succeed, so we're automatically failing if we don't try. If negative self-talk has been a common pattern over time, it can become a habit that reinforces itself. So now, you're living with this negative headspace on a constant basis. So we have to figure out how to switch, flip that switch. While negative self-talk is a common experience for many people, It's essential to recognize its impact on our mental well-being and take the steps to address it. So, why not figure out how to tame that inner critic? Taming our inner critic is a valuable skill that can greatly improve our self-esteem, confidence, and overall well-being. Again, you remember in episode one and two, I believe, we talked about how our mental health impacts our physical health. So keep that in mind as you start to think, ah, it's not really that important. It really is because your mental health is going to carry over into your physical health. So what strategies can we do to gain some control over that negative self-talk to get us into a more positive mindset? Awareness is key. I know you've heard this from me a million times and you will continue to hear it from me. We have to start becoming aware of our inner critic's presence. Pay attention to those negative thoughts and the self-critical language as it comes to your mind. Recognize when your inner critic is active is the first step to gaining control over it. So we have to be aware. If you can visualize your inner critic as a separate entity, this can be helpful. By doing this, You can create some distance between yourself and that critical voice, making it easier to manage. And then we want to challenge those negative thoughts. When your inner critic surfaces with self-doubt or self-criticism, question the validity of those thoughts. Ask yourself, is there any evidence to support or refute these negative beliefs? Often you'll find that they are baseline or exaggerated. There's usually no truth to them. Practice self-compassion. Give yourself some grace. Treat yourself with the same kindness and understanding that you would offer to a friend. Acknowledge that everyone makes mistakes and faces challenges, and it's okay to not be perfect. Be gentle with yourself in times of difficulty. Again, we tend to not do this for ourselves, but you really need to step back and ask yourself, would I treat my friend this way? 
or my coworker, would I be this hard on them? Or would I give them some grace and some understanding and some compassion? Then we want to focus on our strengths. Concentrate on your positive qualities, skills, and achievements. Remind yourself of past successes and use them as a reminder that you are capable and you are talented. You are enough. You have to focus on those positive things to get past the negative. Set realistic expectations for yourself. Accept that you can't excel at everything, and that's normal to have limitations. Set achievable goals and understand that making mistakes is part of the learning process. We literally cannot grow without making mistakes. Mindfulness and meditation. Again, practicing mindfulness to observe our thoughts without judgment is going to be so crucial to our overall mindset, but especially when we're trying to tame that inner critic. Meditation can help quiet your mind and reduce the power of your inner critic over time as well. Counteract negative self-talk with positive affirmations. Repeat statements that reinforce your self-worth and abilities. It might be, I am capable, or I am deserving of love and respect, or I believe in myself. I am enough. Flip that switch. Write your own story. Reclaim your mindset the second that negative self-talk creeps in. Seek external validation carefully. We all do it, but we really have to be careful. Relying solely on external validations can make you more susceptible to the inner critic's influence. While it's certainly okay to appreciate recognition from others from time to time, remember that your self-worth shouldn't depend solely on it. Limit your exposure to negativity. Surrounding ourselves with supportive and positive influences is going to be crucial. Minimize the contact with individuals who constantly Mm -hmm. criticize or bring you down. I could talk about this all day, but I've said it to you before. If you can't eliminate it, at least reduce the negativity. But if you can't eliminate it, then certainly that's your best bet. But if you can't, again, limit it and set healthy boundaries. We want to make sure that we have that understanding of those healthy boundaries when we are around it. Negativity is really like cancer. If it's not caught, contained, or removed ASAP, it can quickly take over. So you certainly don't want to let someone or something or a certain environment take over your whole life. Because literally before you know it, you look up and there's been a year gone by. And it was full of negativity that you don't even know where it came from. And nobody wants to live that life. You want to reclaim your mind. That's why you're here. That's why you're listening. We're trying to get rid of those external factors. And when we do have to surround ourselves with them or be present with them, learn how to help ourselves grow through that process. Celebrate your progress, not just perfection. Acknowledge and celebrate your efforts and progress, even if things don't turn out perfectly. Recognizing your growth and perseverance can help reduce self-criticism. Remember, we're after progress, not perfection. 
Seek professional help if you need it. If your inner critic is severely affecting your mental health and well-being, consider reaching out to a life coach that focuses on mental health or a counselor or therapist for guidance and support. Remember, taming your inner critic is a process that takes time and practice. Be patient with yourself and keep applying these strategies consistently. Over time, you can develop a healthier and more compassionate relationship with yourself. This is going to take some work to rewire our brain to not allow our inner critic to run the show. But you can do it. You've got this. Just remember, consistency is key. The more we do something, the more it becomes a habit. Thank you so much for joining me today. Please don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. You can find us on Facebook as well at Time Well Spent, The Wellness Connection, or check out timewell-spent.com. I'll see you next week. In the meantime, remember, go ahead, make my Tuesday, because you have some amazing tools in your toolbox and you can handle it. Flip the switch, reclaim your mindset. Thank you so much for being here. I'll see you next week.